I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome into the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Sia Najad. Sia, you and I are a team. Round one of the team event. Uh, almost in the books. Welcome in. What a round. Uh, 59, Rick. Pretty impressive. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to talk about this. Uh, well, let's just do it. We were going to lead off with Matthew Neesmith and Taylor Moore going out and shooting a 60, tying the best ball record in this tournament's history. And of course, they did it. Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley shoot a 59. Thanks to Patrick Cantlay's birdie on the final hole. It's a new Zura Classic record. Sia, this was, um, I mean, it was clinical from two guys that we knew were going to be in the mix this week. Yeah, I mean, this it, it's not a surprise that they're on top, that's for sure. But I think the surprise comes in where you know they both seem to be playing really well, um, which, of course, that's not a surprise either. But a 59 is, is just kind of putting something on the board. Obviously, when we get to alternate shot, I think that's when we see, OK, are both of these guys really in this pristine form that we saw today? I think things are really going to change tomorrow for most teams. I don't know. Maybe they don't change for Cantley and Shoffley in a sense because they both look kind of locked in more than really anybody on the course, obviously. Yeah, they played well and they ham hammed and egged it or ham and egged it. I guess maybe ham and egged it because uh, Xander made six birdies. Cantley made five birdies and an eagle um, by my count, all on different holes. I'm just kind of scrolling through it all right now. That's how you get to 13 under par. So they basically got everything they could out of this round wasted wasted no birdie essentially that's right and that's what you have to do in these best ball formats you, you can't you certainly can't bogey and you have to take advantage of your eagle and birdie birdie opportunities and they were one of the few teams that did it so you know it's funny well, obviously we're going to look at the odds it, you know it, it doesn't see and, and this is what we thought going in a little bit that the the cream at the top was going to rise i didn't know that it was going to rise this quickly but i wonder rick when we get into it what you think in terms of how many horses are in this race it's so bizarre because I actually think uh, alternate shot is probably the better situation for Cantlay and Shoffley because they've mm -hmm. got so much great experience. They know each other so well. The fact that they're already a shot clear and shot a 59 on Thursday, I think is pretty damn scary for the rest of the field. <laughs> it, it really is. And, and it's it's one of those things where 
I, I don't know that I can justify more than a few teams in the chase pack. I know that's ridiculous in round one. I just didn't expect this type of display from Cantley and Shoffley from day one. So it's really hard like to justify considering a live play in this moment or, or after round one. It's just tough. And uh, I can officially update no one, not a single one of us had that team in the one and done. But I imagine that is mostly just because we did not have both of those golfers available. So uh, <laughs> some of the favorites at the top of the leaderboard after shooting at 59, we don't have a piece of it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like for the one and done, I reluctantly took Fleetwood and Garcia because all the teams at the top that I wanted, I had taken one of those guys, which of course includes Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. And that's sort of my pre-tournament pick. I still think they, they are fit to win this tournament if, if Xander uh, falters. I think it's Xander and Cantley falter. I think it's theirs to win if that happens. But I really, I truly wanted to take Billy and uh, Sam Burns, but I had already, uh, I guess I'd already burned Burns in particular. Yeah, there, if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing the uh, the selections for the one and done. Not a single Cantlay Shoffley team to be found. Plenty of golf still left to be played. Things are going to get more difficult on Friday when we move to alternate shot. But Matthew Neesmith, Taylor Moore have done a lot of good work. 29 on the front, 31 coming in. That's a 60. They post the tournament record. I got a couple of tweets, see ya. Oh no, I had a Matthew Neesmith first round leader ticket. It's pretty It's pretty tough to get beat on what it was, I assume, a pretty huge number with a 59 after you've tied the the tournament record. That's a pretty crappy way to lose your first round leader. Yeah, especially when you watch Patrick Cantley chip in on 17 for, for birdie. You know, you, you thought you were probably where they were on 17. You probably thought you were playing for a potential split, a tie on 18 if they birdie 18, which was certainly expected. But um, the chip in on 17, I can't remember if it was Cantley or Xander, but the chip in on 17, I guess it was, I think it was Cantley. Uh, pretty incredible. I think that first round leader number was something around like 65 or 70 to one. So that is a really, really tough break. And for those who had Lipsky and Aaron Rye, I think for at least a few minutes, they thought they might have a shot at 11 under. Yeah. The other favorites, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland were shot out of a cannon this morning. Colin Morikawa goes birdie birdie and then makes an Eagle holding out on their fourth hole. They go out in 30. See ya. So that's six under par. And they kind of struggled on their second nine, uh, just one under on the second nine. Victor clearly did not have his best stuff. Uh, they were not able to make enough. I mean, they're going to enter the second round, T25, six shots off the lead. How do you fancy their chances moving forward? Yeah, that's it's it's a, definitely a tough spot for them to be in, especially you know with alternate shot. I, I wonder if their short game is going to be uh, an issue for them. So I think tomorrow is going to really tell the story in terms of are, are, are these guys in it or are they not in it? They had two different bogeys on the scorecard. And maybe producer Jacob can correct me if I'm wrong, because I think I heard this stat where every the combined number of bogeys made by champions in the first four editions of this, I think is one, Sia. I think I think one bogey has been made combined in four years by the eventual champions. So Victor and Morikawa go out and make two in the opening round. This you just can't go backwards in this event. You just cannot. You lose so much ground when you bogey, especially in, in you know when we're talking best ball. 
Yeah, it's it's tough. I I don't you know they weren't really a pre tournament favorite for me. I, I understood the argument. They're certainly great players, but on this course with you know short game being required, it didn't necessarily seem like the best fit. I mean, I think if you put either of these two guys with somebody like a like a Cam Smith, for example, I think it might be a better fit. But with that said, obviously they have a, a tremendous upside. But again, to me, this this to me is is Cantley Shoffley's to lose. But I really think Billy Horschel and Sam Burns are very, very much in this thing. I think that's like a Captain Obvious statement to some degree. But but I actually still expect Sam Burns and Billy Horschel to uh, knock this thing up at some point. Yeah, there were a couple of teams. I think I'd throw Cam Smith, Mark Leishman into the mix as well that I don't think the Aussies played all that well. You know, they, uh, Smith was often mm-hmm. out of the hole by a bad drive or Leishman was out of a hole. There was a lot of times where it was basically for lack of, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, one guy playing the hole and they were still able to shoot an opening 65. Now that's, that's a lot back, but I think, um, I think these guys that have a lot of experience can make a move on Friday when we get to a more demanding format. Would you say that's accurate? A hundred percent. I mean, with Leishman and Smith, I think it comes down to the ball striking. If the ball striking is there, which it tends to not be particularly with Mark Leishman, but if it's there in alternate shot, we know their short game is pretty much going to be better than anybody's in the field, at least anybody in that elite range. So, yeah, I mean, at my, at, at seven under, they're definitely they're definitely in it. Um, but again, it's going to take people like Xander and Patrick Cantlay to falter. But again, it's day one. So we know what Mark Leishman and Cam Smith bring to the table. Uh, I suppose they are very much in it as well. One round in the books, three to go. I want to look at the odds uh, and talk about a couple other quick groups. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we're back. According to our friends over at Caesars Sportsbook, obviously Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley are the favorites after shooting an opening 59. Sia, they are two to one plus 200 with Billy Horschel and Sam Burns with the second shortest odds. They are seven to one. They finished the day. They made a bogey late. And actually, as we record right now, uh, are they still out on the golf course? They are still out on the golf course. They're playing their final hole right now. They're at nine under, so they're at least going to be about four shots back. Then you get to Palmer and Scheffler at 14 to one, Victor and Colin Morikawa, along with Harold Varner the third and Bubba Watson at 16 to one. Do you see any value on this board? If you wanted to bet Xander and Cantlay, should you, could you, would you wait? Like, how do we break this down from here? Yeah, I and can't lay. I mean, honestly, I don't think that number is going to get much worse after tomorrow. I mean, I think you're going to get a chance to play Xander and Cantley at plus 200 or better at some point later in the tournament, even if they continue to play well. So for me, I think I think Horschel and Burns is interesting. You've lost some value. I mean, it started at plus 1400 it closed at plus 1200 and now you're getting it at plus 700. But you know, they are one of the few contenders that are in this race. So I don't mind betting uh, Horschel Burns at plus 700. I, I don't like betting Xander Cantley at all. Uh, down the board, the only one I'd consider maybe Ryan Palmer and Scotty Scheffler. But outside of that, I would probably just wait for 
um, to see how things play out in alternate shot. But right now, I, I believe it or not, I don't think Horschel Burns at plus 700 is a bad number. Here's the bet I want to make. Uh, and I have a pre-tournament ticket. I have to see what my odds are. We're on that. But Danny Willett, Terrell Hatton, 25 to 1. They are four back and going to a format that I believe they can make up ground on the field. You know, you wonder and you worry what guys like Trey Molinax and, and Wesley Bryan are going to do. Sung you'll know in Michael Kim, uh, Tommy Ganey, Robert Garius, who we talked about on the mega preview pod. Uh, you know, what are they going to do in the alternate shot? What is Aaron Rye and David Lipsky going to do? What's Matthew Neesmith and Taylor Moore going to do? I, I have a feeling you put a couple of guys with a lot of international experience in an alternate shot situation, very comfortable with one another. I, I think they're the ones that make the move on Friday. Yeah, that, that's certainly possible. I mean, you know, looking down the board, I I, I kind of like Knox and Stewart. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking more in matchups that rather than an outright outright they they're looking like they're around 55, 65 to one. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. But but again, I think at alternate shot, you're going to see a lot of those teams really start to fall, and you're going to see the teams like Willard and Hatton. Uh, for example, to start rising up the board. So I, I think as we look down the board, the team I'm interested in the most to rise up a little bit is probably Knox and Stewart. We know how good Stewart's history is here. I think Kirk and Todd probably have some damage to do. And, and I was impressed with uh, Joel Dahman and, and Jaeger as well. If you want to look very far down the board, you'll find in dead last Maverick McNeely and Joseph Bramlett. See, you know that I like to play the $100 single entry, the $200 single entry, my $100 single entry, uh, is looking really, really good, except for Maverick McNeely and Joseph Bramlett, who are even par through 15. See, I think you and I might be able to play best ball and contend with Mav and Joseph today. Yeah, that's, you know, that was one of those teams where you thought they'd be fine today. I certainly thought they'd be fine today. And I thought maybe with alternate shot, it could be a potential problem, mostly okay. because of Joseph Bramlett. But if you're shooting even par here, uh, that's that's like really really bad i mean you're not dialed in at all i i, I mean I, I i start to i start to wonder in the, in those moments like how much these guys even care because you, you can only like you could be slightly dialed in and be three under here uh, uh, yeah if i i would sell my tickets for pennies on the dollar lineups for pen i mean you're right i think this only gets worse in the alternate shot this was supposed to be their better format with all their birdie making prowess we have not seen anything remotely close to that today and then finally a couple of hosses hosses what's the plural of hoss hosses i guess jay and bill father and son get out there and shoot a seven under 65 jay hoss making his 799th official start on the pga tour which uh is a massive number good to see the hosses uh well under par through day one yeah it's 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 pretty bad when it comes to to, to Mav. I, I lost you there for a second, but I think point that. All right, Jacob, we'll just end it. We'll, we'll uh, kick, we'll, we'll kick C out and see what we can. There we go. All right. Well, we were wrapping up here anyway. So there you go. That is uh, your round one recap for the Zurich classic. We will be back after each and every round this week. They're going to alternate shot on Friday. It's the same format you'll see on Sunday as well. Big thanks to producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. See you Najad. You can find on Twitter at see and you can find me at Rick run good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time.